Welcome to Breaker Culture Weekly. The guys from BreakerCulture.com help pull back the curtains and give you insight into the hobby. Sit back and enjoy interviews, product breakdowns, and hobby analysis so you can get your edge in the marketplace. And now, to the show. What is going on, folks? Ty from Breaker Culture, and I'm excited that we're ushering in 2020. Excited to be back here starting season four of Breaker Culture Weekly. And uh, look, I hope each of you had an amazing Christmas, an amazing New Year's with your family and friends. And uh, I'm glad to have you guys back. And, and hopefully we can uh, continue the momentum that we had in 2019. So much to recap and talk about in 2019. We'll be doing that over the course of January with our guest. And one of the big themes that I thought would be important, would be would be helpful to have in January is this idea of helping us all reset and find ways to better enjoy the hobby in 2020. I think just in some of the conversations I've had, some of the things I've seen pop up in social media, um, I think we've gotten a little ahead of ourselves in some cases. I think uh, a lot of us have gotten maybe too consumed, a little bit too controlled by what happens in sports cards. And look, each of us is different. We all have our different situations in life. But if you can't find ways to actually enjoy the sports card hobby, then I think uh, I think it's going to come back to bite you. And so I, I want to just find ways and, and find different uh, perspectives on ways we can all help each other enjoy the hobby. Look, I, I'm a data-driven guy. Like I, You obviously know I like the numbers, the dollars and cents. All that stuff gets me excited. But it does not get me as excited as building my personal collection, finding guys that I just love collecting, players that I want to follow regardless of their value. And um, that, to me, makes the hobby worth investing time into um, and then helping you guys do that as well. So all of our guests, I'm warning you, all of our guests will have to answer that question. Some capacity will get different answers, a wide variety of answers. But over the course of January, let's uh, let's help in, in the midst of these conversations, just help us all kind of figure out ways to, to enjoy this hobby. Okay. Now, a couple things, be sure to join our, our Discord community. That has grown by leaps and bounds over the course of November and December. There are Hundreds of people on there chatting and uh, some great perspectives, whether it's questions about breaks, questions about products, questions about players. It's a great spot to throw them out there. You get almost immediate answers from the community. It's free. Um, the link is in the show notes. Discord is a is an amazing platform. We talk about it a little bit here in a second. Um, the other thing is that we talk about a lot of our analytics. Um, I continue to push out more advanced premium analytics on our Patreon site. There are three tiers of membership. The second and third tier get access to a majority of things that we put out. Um, and we put out all of our um, you know, our ladders and stuff on our main website for free. But we take that uh, a second, third, fourth step further on the Patreon site and provide deep level analytics to help you um, spend money on players that make sense, be smarter with your breaks, find products that make sense. And so uh, it's been really helpful for me to dig into that more. I found out ways to kind of combine external statistics um, and combine that with player values in the market and help you understand really where there's value. And uh, it's been pretty uh, it's been pretty productive. I think a lot of the Patreon members would agree. So anyway, go join that. The link is in the show notes. We'd love to have you there as a part of that community as well. But today we have an amazing guest. We have Ed from AIAB Breaks. We had him back and I want to say September um, about 15 episodes ago. And I got to know Ed and we've talked a lot over the last quarter. 
And Ed is one of the more unique guys in the hobby, not because he's an obscure person, because he's not. He's actually one of the more genuine down-to-earth guys you'll ever meet. But because he's built one of the most authentic communities that you'll find in the hobby. I truly believe that. And if you go look at some of his episodes, in fact, we talk about his Secret Santa episode that he just had. It is such an amazing thing to watch as this community came together in just support of everything that Ed's done um, throughout the year. And they did this really fun thing with a uh, secret Santa uh, with sports cards. You got to check it out. Check out that link in the show notes, but we talk about it here in the first part, but I wanted to ask Ed about what he learned uh, around building community um, and what he did to kind of uh, facilitate that. And so we talk a little bit about that. We also talk about obviously how to enjoy the hobby. We talk a lot about baseball cards and some of the stuff coming up in 2020. And we just kick back and have fun. Like uh, Ed and I are finding Finding is our natural rhythm together. Um, so enjoy the conversation with Ed. Uh, we will be having our, our episodes release once a week from here on out. And uh, there's going to be a couple special episodes kind of scattered in there throughout this first quarter um, in episode, excuse me, in season four. And we'll have Shani back um, as well. So have an amazing January. Enjoy episode 80, episode one of season four. And uh, doing great buddy how are you i'm so good i'm so good because there's no one i'd rather talk to after the holidays than the secret santa himself (laughs) ed from aiab breaks your secret santa episode was total money it was it was good it was uh very emotional but it was very good yeah so did you end up did you pause the video and go cry for a little bit or what happened no Actually, you see me leave at one point, but my daughter had walked into the garage and I heard the door close. Sure. So I went sure. out to see uh-huh. if she needed something. Right. So right. Uh-huh. that's that's my story. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> for, for those that don't know, and I'm going to put the link in the show notes, uh, you did something super cool where you had all of your customers, I don't know if all of them, right? But you guys did a secret Santa and you right. hosted it live. Yeah. And it was awesome. It was super unique. But the icing on the cake was that a lot of your customers got together behind your back yes. and surprised you with your own little secret Santa. Yes. And it was, it was really cool. That was, yeah. that was that to me was like, this is a quality reminder of why we even do this stuff because yes. the, the hobby's much, much more than all the dollars and cents that we get caught up in we're gonna talk about that well i'm jumping ahead of myself but what 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 was the idea behind that were you thinking about that for a while or how did you get to that point of thinking about a secret santa um i think i don't know if i mentioned it or somebody else mentioned it but the idea just kind of came up secret santa and someone may have mentioned it like hey we're doing our secret santa at work and then just thought well we could totally do that here um so the kind of the idea was um, everybody, I, I created like a separate discord channel for secret Santa and anybody that wanted to be part of it could just, you know, type I'm in, in there. And then they just had to type I'm in and then list, um, three players that they would want to have a pretty nice card from. And our dollar range was, 
you know, 10 to $15. Some people went a little bit overboard. You know, people have more money than other people do. So some went a little bit more over than, than others did. Um, but the idea was to get one really nice card of one of your players hmm. that, that you PC. And and people were really good about listing their three um, to where, like, there might have been one or two Hall of Famers. But there may have been one lesser known, like a Lance Berkman or somebody like that, where you could actually find a really nice card mm-hmm. for that price range in there. So, so yeah, they either bought them and shipped them to me or they bought them on eBay or Comp C and just had them shipped directly to me. And then I just wrapped them, and uh, yeah, we did the the Secret Santa, Secret Santa Live. That is awesome. That yeah. is awesome. Every time I think of Secret Santa, I can't help but think of Michael Scott. <laughs> you remember that episode? Did you, are you an Office fan? Um, I am, but I watched it like as it aired, so I don't know if I got it. My, okay. How good my memory is. I, I just remember him bringing the iPad. I think it was an iPad, and he basically just kept working to get his own his own gift back. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, but no, man, that, that is super cool. That is, that is really, really cool. And I think, yeah. uh, again, take, take a few minutes to go watch it towards the end is when they surprise you with your stuff. And I think yeah. that was, uh, just why I was just watching the chat on the side and the replay and just getting a kick of how, how all like these guys were so excited. These guys and gals yeah. were like so into it. it yeah. Really they were neat. amped up really, really neat. Yeah. Um, how was the rest of your Christmas? Was it good? It was. Special? You know, I got I got no baseball cards for Christmas. I didn't That's even ask for any. We don't, for, we don't need Christmas. that stuff. Yeah. So, no, a, a couple packs, you know, in my stocking uh, here and there. But uh, but no, it was uh, it was really good. You know, family's all healthy. And my mom and dad were able to come down uh, for a couple weeks. They leave uh, Saturday. So they're still here. But they were able to come down for a couple weeks. Spend Christmas with us, and, and my dad is constantly in my breaks. Like sometimes he buys in, sometimes he's not, but he's always in the chat. He's on Discord with us. Um, so our last Friday night uh, rip shop we did, um, we had all last week off. So the week before, he was actually behind me the whole time, and so everyone in the chat knows him. They know he's my dad. So you know we were kind of bouncing off each other during the the rip shop for a couple hours. So it was fun. That's when you know you've done it right. <laughs> is when your dad is a part of your, your break channel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, cool. early on, you know, I needed people to buy breaks. So I'm like, Hey dad. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'll cut but that part know. out. Yeah. You know, now I don't. <laughs> You're like, dad, I I'm good now. We're, we're good. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to buy it, but he still does. Cause he, he wants the cards and he's like, do you want any of these cards I got? I'm like, they're going to be mine someday, dad. So you know? <laughs> take whatever you want. <laughs> That's cool. That's I think cool. I think you're gonna will them to me. I don't know, but yeah, that's right. <laughs> Tears to your kids. So so yeah, it was you. fun for everybody to get to see him and yeah. And, so this nice. A good time. So you you actually, if I recall right, you took December off, right, for breaking. Yeah, we. we I mean, outside of no, a couple things, we did none of our big Monday breaks uh, mm-hmm. in December. We did, um, we did the Friday night rip shops, but I kind of toned them down to a couple hours. Okay. Um, the week of Christmas, we did nothing. Um, I basically just got everything shipped out that I needed to and had the whole week of, of Christmas off and I was off from work. So it was nice. So we just did that and then we did the secret Santa and then we did a special, uh, like board game event that was actually pretty cool. Uh, people enjoyed it and, and want to do it again. So, uh, let me do that again as well. I think you sent me the link to that to check it out. And I just, mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I wasn't inspired to watch it, but 
I need to because I'm not I'm not a board game guy. So to, to be honest, I was not expecting the feedback that I got from it. I was like, oh, people are probably gonna be bored. Did they love it? This. But like, yeah, like twenty five people are like, let's do this again, and can we each have our own teams? And wow. <laughs> So, so we'll see where it goes. We we're we're gonna end up doing something, but uh, the the way I did it is I tied it into a break. So like, each uh, I don't know. Do you want to get into this now? Or <laughs> we get it wherever you want. Okay. Whatever so, you want, and this is your floor. Uh, the board game is it's a baseball game. It's called History Maker Baseball. So okay. Um, basically, each person bought into the break. There was eighteen of them, and then they got to a model themselves after a ex-baseball player, current baseball player. <clears throat> and then basically I just put their name on like, you know, Ty Cobb's card or whatever. Um, so there was two teams. So they were, you know, they were talking trash to each other. Uh, there was a team captain on each side talking trash. And then we played the game. And like, if they got a single, then they got a card. If they got a double, then they got a pack. If they, so we kind of tied in this whole break into it. Um, and then there was an MVP at the end who got, you know, a bunch of cool stuff. And then the winning team all got extra packs and stuff. So anyways, um, it was like a break tied into this baseball simulator game. <laughs> it, the, the takeaway from that is, and I've, know, I've known this since I met you, for those that are listening, you need to find a way to, to wrap your business, your passion into who you are, into your element. And that is totally your element. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh just you talking i'm just about glad it. all these people want to do it too because i'm like yeah <laughs> heck yeah heck yeah. That so, is, yeah that's funny um are you when are you back at it then are you back at it early just early january or mid-january when do you go back at it yeah we'll be back at uh rip shop tomorrow or fridays um, okay. january 13th is our first like big monday break nice. coming back okay yeah okay that's interesting, right? Because I think a lot of times people think of this as this is the busy time, right? This is where people are spending their money. You got to be active, active, active during the holidays. And I mean, granted, you don't do a lot of yeah. basketball. So there's there's a little bit of a opportunity for you to step away, I guess. Right. Um, right. But but I mean, how is that then for you? Is it hard for you to step away or was it is it necessary or kind of what's the what's the psychology behind that in this day um, and age of like making money and driving yeah, results it's, it's well it's, you know this isn't necessarily a, a business thing for me i don't have to you know put food on the table by doing it so mm. it's more of a hobby for me and in a community building thing yep so you know i told everybody we're gonna take a break for that week and everyone was cool with it you know they're all welcome if they need a fix to go to go elsewhere um, i still had to open some packs for myself jones in a little bit just to <laughs> You know, I'm opening a Twix bar like it's a pack of cards. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, okay. Michael Chavis. Michael Chavis chocolate. <laughs> Is there a one of one in here? Uh, it's like, the, uh, yeah, the, no. what's up? Speaking of Twix, what's up with the left right thing? I don't get that. You know what? I don't, I don't get it either. Like it did, the marketing thing's not working on me. I don't yeah. need a left and a right. I just, and they've been doing it for a while. It's they like, I, you guys can probably give this one up. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. And right. is it like if you flip it around the other way, is is it isn't the left one now the right one? That's deep. <laughs> <laughs> it's very confusing. Yeah, exactly. So I mean <laughs> your 
your secret sauce to, to what you've been doing is 100% building a authentic community. Yes. If you yeah. were coaching a new breaker, or I mean, it doesn't even have to be a breaker, but anybody in the hobby that's trying to build a community, what one or two things would you kind of say to them now that you've gone through 2019 successfully, I would say? Um, you know, I, I think what I've seen based on our community mm-hmm. and the similarities is they all kind of are like me in the way that I collect, the way that I um, go about the the way that I go about my mm-hmm. passion for baseball cards and and baseball in general, not just cards, because we talk about all kinds of stuff on the discord having to do with baseball. But mm-hmm. um, I do notice that, you know, they're very focused on their personal collections and the players and the teams that they like and are willing to give away trade or sell mostly give away um, the cards that other people want for their collections. That's not part of theirs. Hmm. Um, So that's really been, you know, the big thing with the community is um, just trying to model it after the way that I go about collecting myself um, and the amount of money that I would want to spend doing uh, the hobby. Interesting. What have you learned from like just facilitating community? Do you feel like and maybe that's a tech technology question? I don't know. Maybe it isn't. Have you, is there any tips and tricks you've kind of learned for growing the community? This, I mean, Discord's been big for you. Your YouTube's grown quite a bit. What what is what has been working? Um, you know, to be honest, I haven't really done much. Um, the new people we <laughs> get answer. just kind. Of, I know <laughs> the new people we get kind of just seem to find us. I think they they tune into the YouTube, see it go live. Um, the one thing that's kind of special about our community is if someone, if anybody notices somebody new in the chat, like they all just pounce with like, hellos, Hey, how you doing? Well, who's your favorite player? Yeah. You know, they're all very welcoming. They're all very, very kind. Um, and we're at a point where like our chat is, you know, generally 30 to 40 people. So it's not crazy where you can't see anything that's being typed or going on. Um, so yeah. And that's what I've heard from a lot of people is, you know, from the first day they got in the chat, how, how welcoming people were. I try to, if I see them acknowledge, you know, a new name that I don't recognize in the chat mm-hmm. uh, and just say hello. Um, and since on Fridays we do the giveaways and we use the Nightbot giveaway thing. I don't know if you've ever seen that. I have seen it. Yeah. Okay. So it, it shows everybody in the chat, not just the ones that are typing. Mm-hmm. As long as they're – so the giveaway, I tell everybody, you know, Say something in the chat real quick so you're activated for the giveaway. So we'll see names in that list of people that you know are very quiet or are just in the shadows, and they may win a giveaway. So then they're kind of called out, um, and I think that kind of helps bring people kind of into the fold too, a little out of their their comfort zone. Be hmm. like, hey, you want something? Now you got to give us some right. some information to. <laughs> now you have to be a human being for a few seconds. Yes, <laughs> and interact. So. So, yeah, and uh, on the discard side, you know, we had to move away from Instagram because our, our group got too big for Instagram, which I didn't mm. know was even a – there was a limit. Um, I did not know so that either. So we moved to Discord. Yeah, and it's it's actually worked really well. You know, we have kids from 13 to 70 years old in our community. Um, and the kids that are huh. younger, I'm actually in contact with, like, their parents. So I email their parents or, you know, talk to them. Uh, and making sure that, you know, everything is cool. And if a lot of the kids don't buy into stuff, but we did make sure that they were part of the secret Santa. Hmm. So 
one of them was my secret Santa. Um, I knew he had some cards that uh, he couldn't buy cards, but he had some cards to send me. Um, and then a couple other community members took over a couple of the other kids in the community and got them stuff. Um, so yeah, it's wow. What a big circle there. Didn't I? No, I like it. I like it. That's uh your full service. I mean, you're, you're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're communicating with parents about their kids. You're talking to 70 year old people. Um, okay. So interesting. I, I, the Instagram thing is interesting to me for sure. Cause I, I first off didn't even know you could really facilitate conversation that well. I mean, I just thought discord was so much more advanced in that regard. And it, I think it is. It, it is. It, it is. is. Yeah. Yeah. Instagram, I mean, it was, you know, I think the, the group limit is 32. Oh, got it. Got it. Okay. 30, so, so, so it's not even realistic. No, not, yeah. not anymore. No. Yeah. Uh, you have a great discord channel. You do. You actually, you turned yes. me on to Discord, so I'm glad you did. And our Discord channel is obviously grown a little bit too, so that's been nice. Yeah. But to get and there's to- a big, you know, there's a big misconception about Discord where people think it's just about like voice chatting. Yeah, which we've never done. I've never done ever on Discord. Right. But originally, it was used for like you know gaming, yeah. voice chatting, and gaming. So a lot of people don't realize that um, when I say, "Hey, get our Discord channel," they're like, "Is that like voice chat?" It's like, no. Yeah. You can actually, type. We don't ever voice chat. We, well, we do sometimes, Yeah, but that's a good point. I, I actually don't even think about the misconceptions there might be about discord still, but yeah, I mean, it's, it is a, a full service platform right. that you can have an app for. You can use the, you know, the built-in kind of website functionality and it's mm-hmm. so easy to create channels and communicate really quick stuff. It I love ties it. into Patreon, right? Yeah. That's what I love about. Yeah, exactly. So we have a couple elite level channels for just our patreon members which is kind of fun mm-hmm. too because we'll ask some questions that are more investor oriented but yeah good yeah. stuff great recommendation on your part oh, I, I owe you i owe you a lot <laughs> <laughs> um so obviously you got baseball coming up and in, in your world this is a big a big quarter for you yeah what what do you yeah. from a product side what are you most excited about kind of entering 2020 you know, it's funny because I, I came into 2019 doing this like, I don't know, a quarter of the way into the year already. Yep. Maybe even halfway in. So coming into it fresh as like a new a new year, it's it's very exciting. Cause, yeah. Um, you know, obviously looking forward to Series 1, a, a good Series 1 product that's looking like um, for the first time in maybe a little while. Stop it. Years. Stop right there. Why, why do you say that? <laughs> why do you say that? I'm curious. What makes you um, think it's a good product? Well, I think uh, Bichette and uh, mm-hmm. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. Is there? A, let's see. Kevin was in the last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else is in? Those are the two big ones, right? In Series One. Yeah, those are the two big ones for sure. Okay. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't, I'm kind of. I don't necessarily like the look of it. The sideways uh, names are driving me a little nuts. Okay, so that. Yeah, I, I am actually a fan of it, which is funny because I, I, okay. I really like it. Yeah, I do. Um, I like that it's universal between the landscape and the portrait, uh-huh. but I don't like necessarily reading the name sideways. I mean, it's not like it's like, oh, I can't read this because they're sideways, but I don't know. <laughs> um, are you, you're not obviously selling, selling breaks yet for that, right? All right. Uh, no, okay. no, I won't. Um, I won't even know when I'll be able to get it until it's probably out. I mean, I can pre-order it from some places now. Okay. Uh, 
but I'm waiting to hear back from my distributor. Like, are they, I don't know if they're completely sold out of it, allocated out of it, or Got it. if they have some, so. Got it. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm super excited. I mean, you and I were talking before we started and it's like, Hey, I don't, maybe it's the NBA momentum for me. Like, I just mm-hmm. have been so excited about just seeing players play and sports cards just as a hobby. I'm just really excited about top series one and heritage. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Year. I, I, I'm hoping that uh, I'm excited for series one. I'm hoping that they do heritage like they did heritage miners last year, adding in some color adding in. So, Cause heritage miners was, was pretty fun. It was an amazing product. Yeah. But heritage, like the first release was terrible. Yeah. So I'm hoping that they address that somewhat because I really like heritage. I like the cards. I like the style. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I had terrible success with heritage as well. So yeah. I'm, I'm in the same boat with you. But And then uh, high number was good. Like it seemed like it was better in retail than in hobby. Um, yeah, it's funny. It ebbs and flows. It's like every product, but like heritage, especially they, I feel like they rotate really solid retail releases in the heritage. Yeah. So I'm thinking like the main heritage flagship heritage is going to be pretty good on the retail side. That's what I think. Okay. We'll see. Are you, so I'm trying to remember, cause we talked about this a little bit. Are you breaking 2015, 16? You do 2016 uh, products in January, right? Yes. Because you're picking uh, a year. 13, we're going to do uh, 2016. It's, Was uh, there significance behind that? Like, or did you just <laughs> no, you we did a uh, cheap product? So kind of into the, the end of 2019, right? I was like, okay, I cannot break any more Series 2 or Update yep. or Donruss or anything. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we started kind of mixing it up. So I did like a 2017 you know, series one, series two update okay. break. Um, and everybody really liked it. They're like, you should do more of those. So that's what I'm going to do with 16. Okay. Um, we're throwing in a couple, a holiday box and a mega Chrome box in there as well. And then uh, I'll probably do the same thing with 15, I think. Okay. Um, 14 starts getting a little pricey yeah. when you're getting into, <laughs> into update. Yeah. So um, yep. you might stop at 15. 15's pretty reasonable still. Nice. Um, I love it. What a, that's a great way to grease the skids. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, might as well. I mean, it, <laughs> what it's the boxes heck? are out there. Yeah, and, and right? we haven't seen them that much. So, yeah, cool. Yeah. Um. Okay. How's the NBA collecting going? Um. I didn't buy any. I bought hmm. like huh. I bought like one blaster of the what was the really terrible product of the first one that came out. I was like, I don't, I don't know any of these people, so. I'm not I, uh, anymore. <laughs> when we talked about it last and you were like, I'm thinking about maybe dabbling in it back. Yeah. Mm, this is, this is not good. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, if I would have seen like prism blasters at target, I probably would have bought them. Yeah. But you, you didn't camp outside to get them. No. Yeah. yeah. If I went in there and happened to have seen one, I'd have been like, Oh, it's a bright orange box. I'll right. get one of those. But, um, but yep. no, no, I didn't. Cool. Okay. Uh, and you don't do football, right? Um, I don't, I bought, I bought some Donruss and some, uh, uh, what's the, the purple packages. Um, I don't do football, so I don't even know. Uh, anyways, I bought some, but again, <laughs> uh, like we, like we talked about briefly before, if it's not a quarterback, then it's like, okay. 
whatever. It just seems like a lot of wasted cardboard. Uh, so. yeah. I, gosh, I don't even know if I want to go down this football path, but <laughs> I, I am the, I am not an advocate for football cards. I mean, look as a hobby, it's great. Everyone. I, I mean, I watch more football than anybody, right? When we got the chiefs here. So yeah. it's kind of fun, but, uh, man, as a collector, I just hate collecting cards. I know are, it's like buying a, a, a new car. Yeah. Like you're guaranteed there's depreciation of football cards. Right. I mean, this year, especially with the rookie class, like it was just brutal watching the data. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and you thought there might be some hope from like the 2019 class, but it was, I mean, outside of Lamar Jackson, it was brutal. Baker, Mayfield, Saquon, everybody. Do you think basketball in the last couple of years has like completely stole the, the thunder away from football collecting? Um, cause it's kind of around the yeah. same time, right? Well, yeah, I think, I think money, like there's, there's no daily fantasy money. Okay. Like right now shifting out of football and the cards, but I feel like that happened in basketball and that happened in baseball. <laughs> that, that gap is filled. I feel like with football fantasy, it's not going to change. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm, basketball continues to explode this year is total insanity. We have a guy who hasn't even stepped on the court yet commanding a thousand dollars for his base silver PSA 10 mind blowing. Not even autoed, not even autoed (laughs) just the the silver, you know, the refractor. And it's like, my goodness, which is great, right? It's fun. Super fun. I mean, Luka Luka Doncic from last year, his is going for 1500, you know, but it's, Jeez. I mean, those are, those are cards you go pull out of target Walmart. That's why, that's why they're not on the shelves because you can pull those types of things. It's, it's a, it's a different world right now in basketball. It's going to come back to earth, I think, but it's a different world. But I mean, as a breaker, right. If you, if you can't get product at, at a, you know, below SRP or discounted price, it's hard. It's hard to take that risk. I get it. Yeah. I get it. And And I'm, and I'm betting they're not printing as much basketball as they do it's like baseball uh no i wouldn't say that i no? wouldn't say that yeah i mean look i mean obviously top series one is printed a lot more than like a prison basketball but there's also uh you have 15 guys on the bench uh <laughs> you know and you got a 40-man <laughs> roster on mlb right and you got like a right. thousand offensive linemen running around in the field <laughs> that's true <laughs> um yeah, right. I mean, you made a comment earlier when we were talking just about how offensive linemen are. It, it, this guy might make the Hall of Fame, but oh gosh darn it, he's a lineman, so it doesn't really matter. Like positions matter in football. Yeah, like the the position matters, whereas in baseball and basketball, it's not so much. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. It's it's really kind of sad, you know, in the terms of yeah, a little bit the football card market because I don't know. I guess I would be sad if I was a lineman and made the Hall of Fame. Be like, oh yeah, your rookie card's not worth anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. Um, he's like, it doesn't matter. I made ten million dollars um, <laughs> for the three years. I'm going to test you because I, I've done some analysis, and I know you're a part of the Patreon group we have on Uh-oh. positions. I, I and... don't, I don't, I don't read the Patreon stuff. What is your deal? It's basketball. I do baseball too. I was going to tell you baseball. Oh, I, oh, Throw a baseball okay, okay. question out. Okay, yeah. I, I, did, I did read the last Bowman one. I, I skimmed it. Oh, here we go. Okay. Um, so. You jump to conclusions and see what happened. <laughs> now the whole world gets to hear. Ed, 
Yeah. What position? What position commands the most money on average in baseball? Ooh. I know it's not pitchers. I don't want to hear click because if you go into that Patreon page. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not clicking. Um. Gosh, I don't know. I would probably say third basements or shortstops. Oh, there you go. Shortstops. 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 Yep. Well, that's generally the best players when they're young, right? Correct. So, yeah. Correct. Yep. Shortstops. Pitchers are dead last. Dead last. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's not even close. Yeah. Like, they're terrible. It's like you have to hit lightning in a bottle right. with a pitcher, and uh, it's tough to do. But. But anyway, but yeah, but I mean, on that note, we won't talk about it too much. But in basketball, it's there's a big difference between guards, especially point guards, mm. and uh, centers. And there's a gap <laughs> between centers and forwards. Like there's only three positions, right? But I'm it's right. it, there's a substantial gap. And so we are the point guards the the big ones. Yeah, guards in general. Like if you have a guard that can score, uh, it commands a massive premium over other positions. It's it's pretty fast. It's fascinating stuff to watch. Like the breakdown, you're like, oh my gosh, yeah. If I if I'm doing this f- like to invest in cards, then there's some things that you can <laughs> really do that are pretty simple. Right. Look, look for certain qualities, positions. Well, and then and then look at how many of those uh, players actually are major league shortstops. <laughs> right. Yeah. I bet a lot of them are not. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Dustin Pedroia was a shortstop was drafted as a shortstop. Uh, fair point. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a great point. So. Yeah. Huh. Um, all right. So last 15 minutes, this is the actually why we even got on today <laughs> was to talk about this. And it's funny. We're talking about investing here. And, I'm, and we're going to talk about the uh, complete opposite end of the spectrum. Okay. One of the themes I, I want to, uh, that I'm going to be focusing on in January, something I thought a lot about during the, the holiday break is, how to better enjoy the hobby in 2020. Cause I've just, in conversations I've had things I've seen, I've just gotten the sense that we've gotten a little out of control, maybe a little ahead of ourselves in the mm-hmm. hobby. And look, I, I get it. I put analytics out for people to see about, you know, price movements and all that stuff. But if, if you can't enjoy the hobby and like step back and think, you know what, am I thinking about this at night or, Am I with my family and I'm thinking about cards? There's a problem. Like if if you can enjoy this just from a pure like love of the hobby, I think something's wrong. Right. How yeah. if you if you hear that and if you're if you're kind of coaching and, and just advising somebody who maybe you think is getting a little ahead of themselves, what would you say is something practical you could do to just enjoy the hobby more? Maybe just not overthink it, enjoy it. Um, I think focusing on having a PC, having a you know a personal collection of players that you collect or teams that you collect, mm-hmm. and and focusing on that. Um, one thing I'm focusing on this year is in the past when I'd create breaks, I'd say you know two hits in this box and three hits in this box. I'm not doing that in 2020. I'm just saying these are the products. If they want to go look up how many hits or whatever in them, that's fine. Um, but in our community, a hit is different for each person, right? There's there's one guy in our community that loves Ryan Healy, like obsessed with him. <laughs> <laughs> and 
if we pull a, like a Ryan Healy short print, I mean, he's beside himself. That's worth more to him than, um, you know, pulling a, an autograph of some other player. So I think just really trying to focus on what you want your collection to be and enjoying it from that aspect rather than always looking at each pack you're ripping into as, am I making my money back on this pack? Hmm. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. It's hard because, right, if you're doing it as an investment, then, of course, that's that's the way you're going into it. But I don't know if you really – if you really love the hobby as a hobby, if you're, if you're doing it strictly as an investment, do you? Um, I think it's possible. I mean, is it, is it a hobby to you if you're just flipping everything that you. Right. Uh, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I, I do think it's tough. Right. I think it, and look, I, I don't want to delve into like people's personal <laughs> lives and all that stuff. Like I right. get like everyone's in a different situation. Sure. But I think as a whole, it's very easy to lose sight of why these cards are created, right? There, I don't. I think it's. I think it, you can you can really you can enjoy it. You can yeah. enjoy it outside of just the idea of making money on a card you flip, right? And I think, I think you right. do some things that help people do that, right? I think you do like you you bring back older product and you don't focus on the the top hits in the product and you you do secret Santas to allow people to exchange things that they love like that. Those are the really practical things, but right. Um, you know, when, when I see, and look, I, I see a lot of it cause that's, again, I do some of this stuff to help people, but I think you gotta be able to step back and be like, Hey, look, do I, do I actually like these cards? One of my first things to advise people on is like, find a player or two that you just want to follow. And like, right. regardless of their, MVP caliber aspirations, like just collect them, collect their base, collect their rainbows, just follow them and collect them. Maybe they will explode one day, but who cares? Like just collect them. Um, Or have a long shot, like have somebody you're like, I think they might make the hall of fame and invest that way in somebody that's not, you know, a shoe in. Yeah. Uh, invest in somebody like, you know, that's been in the league for four or five years and is more established and just start going, okay, that could be a hall of famer that I could, you know, invest in for not a whole lot of money Mm -hmm. and then uh, try to get their, their current cards as well as Mm -hmm. they come out. Hmm. I like it. But yeah, well, like you said, I mean, making it your, your entire life is, is, uh, not a good way to go. It's like it's like with anything, right? And I don't. I'm not sure that the the card companies really uh, <laughs> help help that as much. I mean, the more autos, the more hits, the more numbered, the more colored they put yep. in the packages, the more people want to open because there's that. I call it the Candy Crush effect. Uh, <laughs> do you remember when Candy Crush was like huge? And they had hired uh, yeah. psychologists to mm-hmm. design these games that you know. The endorphins would release when they'd see sparklies and sound effects would play. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, it's just, it's the same way. It's uh, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, don't be controlled by the sports cards. Right, right. <laughs> That's what we're saying. Like this is their 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 job. As Panini and Topps and Upper Decks and Leafs, their job is to bring you back for more. 
(laughs) Right. (laughs) It's easy to get sucked into that little vortex, right? Where you're just like, I need more, I need more. It's the the FOMO effect, especially in cards right now. Uh, Right. Pull yourself away. Figure out what you love. Find a player. I think another important factor is like, just keep it simple, man. Like, I, I know what my advice to some people on the discord channel it, when they message me and how do we learn, how do I learn into getting this hobby and getting back into the hobby again, you know, this and that. I, my, my first piece of advice is usually keep it as simple as possible. Like even right. if it means just learn, learn one product, go learn the ins and outs of heritage baseball, learn why people collect it, what sets they like, you know, what the, you know, the methodology is behind tops pulling out series, like learn it inside out. You'll have so much more fun right? focusing in like your lane, <laughs> you know? Right. Yep. And it's, and it's nice coming into it from a, from a new year and a fresh year because the thing I ran into early on last year coming into it later is, Oh, I got to catch up on all this stuff that already came out. Hmm. Right. So, I mean, I was buying a bunch of stuff when I first got back into it. Cause I was like, Oh, what is, what's this heritage? What is gypsy queen? What is in series one? What is, so I was playing catch up, but, coming into it from a fresh new year, the products are going to slowly start to trickle out. So you can, uh, you can kind of get a little bit here and there as they come out. Hmm. True. So, yeah. And I think, you know, having the retail outlets being able to buy just like a blaster, I think that's huge, Mm -hmm. you know, um, especially for people that don't have LCS, you know, local stores. Yeah to get stuff from. And and that's a lot of things we do on my rip shop is a lot of these guys live in small towns, mm-hmm. don't have local card shops. And that's why I sell individual packs because they're already buying breaks for me. I'm already shipping them stuff. So if I can provide them with a way to get stuff that they can't get locally, um, you know, as a pack or two, then uh, that's a bonus for them as well as for me. And then, you know, if they don't want me to open it and just send them to packs, then I'll do that too. Uh, okay. Yeah. I like retail packs. Yeah. I mean, I sell hobby packs too. So <laughs> what <laughs> I do, you're that versatile. In you know, rip shop? you know, what's interesting about retail? No, I'm just kidding. I won't go into that again. <laughs> <laughs> Is that you can open a thousand packs and never see an auto. I know, but it's, it's still crazy. exciting. But when you see that paper auto and you see Ooh. that sticker well-centered, it is, it is an unbelievable <laughs> feeling. Brings hey, tears. I, I pulled at least four on-card green autos out of Bowman this year. Uh Oh. So, Okay, so take that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the, the, the green ones are on-card. You're like, I opened 24 cases. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bowman has always been the worst retail product for me. Like, I, I just... Really? Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean, I don't. I, look, no one ever talks about going to get bone retail, but I know since you can't find it anywhere, so somebody is. That's true. Somebody's buying it. No, I bought it. I bought quite a bit. Again, I like getting my one Wander Franco Chrome out of a box. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Okay. All right. Uh, Whatever. So yeah. Sorry, we kind of sidetracked there from the. No, I, I like that. I feel like we got in a, kind of our first quasi-argument. It felt good. <laughs> it felt real. Yeah. No, my stance on retail has changed a bit after I did a bunch of it this mm, year. Okay. So um, I well, still like it. What, 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 what does that mean? 
uh, that that it tell us what you actually meant there. What do you, what did your stats change? What, what, what happened? Um, we did a, we, we opened quite a bit of Bowman retail, 18 huh. and 19. Almost like I just said this. Yes. Please tell me more. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't quite as good as hobby, but you know, it's also hobbies twice the price. Right. So there is that, there is that balance. And again, based on your community, my community is all about PC and, and collecting their players. Right. Right. So do you need 65 JD Martinez cards out of a Bowman box? Probably not, but you've got them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there you go. Look from a pure PC side of it. It's great. But also there, if, if anyone's ever looking to, invest in retail there's a very compelling reason to do it because grading base cards is good good yeah i mean strategy it's it's really interesting and it's probably way off topic but like tops base cards are still like the go-to rookie cards right yeah and you can find them in retail just as easily as hobby boxes yeah so matter of fact i think i pulled more guerrero short prints from series two out of retail that I did out of hobby. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's very similar to like prison basketball in that sense. Right. Hmm. You, you just, uh, those, those base cards, that's the gold. That's the silver yeah. standard, gold standard, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, what is your, what is the, your worst new year's resolution that you've ever come up with? Totally failed on. Oh gosh, I don't usually make them. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't. Uh, you know, I always do the. I'm gonna lose weight. I'm gonna work out. I'm gonna do all that. Uh, and it never, you know, it's like a day later, I'm like whatever. <laughs> uh, but this okay. year we actually got a Peloton. Off that commercial, huh? Uh, you know what? My wife had a had a one of her friends had one. And loved it, so we decided to get one this year. And I'll tell you what, the thing is amazing. I've been on it like two days in a row, and that's it's saying insane. something. It me. is an unbelievable piece of machinery. Like if, if yes. you don't get motivated to exercise off that thing, then that something's wrong. Yeah, it's like I'm like I'm gonna go ride the Peloton. So, <laughs> so yeah, so that's that's this year. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Okay, which what's what's your goal? Give give us something. I'm gonna hold you accountable. To it. Oh, uh. So let's see. I'm at about 220 right now. I'd like to get to like 200. Okay. We'll see, under 200. We're going to Portugal at the end of the summer, so okay. I'd like to uh, be comfortable on an airplane for that amount of time. You'd like yeah. for the person next to you to be comfortable. What do you mean by that? <laughs> well, the person next to you would be my wife or one of my kids. Oh, I'm guessing. Fair. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. So we'll give you to February 14th, Valentine's Day, to lose those 20 pounds. Good luck. Oh. <laughs> Um, wow. favorite podcast 2019 can't say mine. I know you would have. Oh, I totally would have. Um, you know what? I started listening to baseball tonight quite a bit. Okay, nice. So, um, it, it's always, it's kind of weird. Cause like the time I leave for work in the morning, like it's yesterday's episode. So I'm always kind of like a day behind on it, Okay, but, uh, but I like it. All right. Uh, that's a, that's a great reminder. That is a good one. Um, favorite stat category in baseball. What's the stat you look at first when you look at a box score? 
Um, you know, I probably shouldn't, but it's 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 probably batting average. It's probably usually because it's the first one. Okay. Like it's usually listed first. Um. But uh, but yeah, it's probably batting average. Um, but uh, I think on base percentage would probably be the mm. one that pay the most attention to. Like it. I like it. I was uh I was thinking about that and I I still immediately gravitate towards the strikeouts for a pitcher. Huh. I just love looking to see how if a guy throws over 10 strikeouts. Something or in this day that. and age innings pitched. It's like, "Whoa, he threw over 200 innings." His arms yeah. going to fall off. That's right. True. Yeah, very true. <laughs> Who's your favorite basketball player of all time? No, current player. I want to see if you can even name one. Zion <laughs> Gosh. Zion Williamson. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, current player. Uh, dear God, I can't name one. I'm sorry. We have a lot that comes out of U of A, too. Oh, or sorry, U Arizona. <laughs> huh. Uh, okay. I, I don't watch you know, I'm sorry. I, I'm a I, terrible sports fan. I approach this with the idea, you know what? I'm going to show people. The versatility of Ed tonight. Well, I don't have a versatility. You got to. Yeah, it, there's, that doesn't exist. You could ask me for my favorite football player and I couldn't tell you probably. Okay. But come on, do some other questions. Come on. I feel terrible. What's your favorite thing to microwave? My favorite thing to microwave. Um, hot cocoa. You don't do that off a boiling pot? You put it in the microwave? A, hot, a boil of milk. And then add the hot cocoa to milk. Okay. I don't Where, like hot cocoa on water. Interesting. Where's the where's the micro, microwave come in? Like I, I'm missing something. So you put the milk in the mug, and then you put the mug in the microwave. Oh, gotcha. So you don't heat boil up, it. I got it. Yeah, I got heat it. up the milk, and then you don't still yeah. boil it. Okay. All right. Cool. Nice. Um, have you watched like Lost in Space or? Yeah, I just finished Lost in Space season two. Holy crud! Yeah. What a great series. My family yeah. loved it. Yeah. So really good. I just started The Witcher. How's that? Don't watch that with the family. Oh, is it is it pretty? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, good, there's good uh yeah, but it's it's good. Okay. I've enjoyed it. But no, Lost in Space is really good. Yeah. Yeah, it was excellent. Uh Irishman, excellent. Not not, that one. not a family flick, but great. Is that on Netflix? Great great mafia movie. Scorsese was doing his oh, thing. Oh, I did watch that. Is that the one with the, the usual cast of <laughs> right, all the Italians get together and say, yeah. oh, "Let's do another one." Uh, yeah. Joe Pesci was yeah, yeah, I did awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was a great movie. Yeah, it was very good. Very good. Yep. Uh, what what movie are you most anxious, most excited about seeing in two thousand twenty? In two thousand twenty, um, probably Black Widow. Okay. I think, it's, I think it's the only Marvel thing I know of that's coming in 2020. Okay. Yeah. I'm a big Marvel guy, so. Mm, I get it. I get it. All the Disney Plus Marvel stuff. Disney Plus has been awesome. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Mandalorian, just, so good. Mandalorian was great. Togo, holy moly. That was great. I watched that. I watched that. The movie just came out. It was, uh, if you're a dog guy, dog woman. Uh, Go watch Togo because it will pull your little heartstrings. It it's the true story, the real story of what happened with Balto. With who? Balto. I don't know Balto. The Disney classic Balto. Oh my goodness. 
Uh, okay. All right. Sorry. Oh, man. You're just making me have to edit more. Ed, you are a joy to the hobby. Thank you for being yourself. Thank you for allowing people to be themselves in your rooms. It's a pleasure to talk to you again. Well, you are a joy to the hobby as well, my friend. Thank you. You just said that because I said that to you. No, no. You truly are. Uh, okay. I, wa- I watch your videos. I, Even though even the basketball stuff I don't even get, uh, I still watch them. You just watch it to see me? Yeah. I- I'm like, well, maybe – Maybe I'm gonna get into basketball. Hey, I did the I did the Bowman draft one in the snow. Did you see that one? I did in the snow. <laughs> I, I was like, is it really snowing, or did he put in those effects? <laughs> oh my gosh, you're giving me way too much credit. <laughs> but no, I did. I did watch it. I was very excited to see the Bowman. It's funny because I didn't get any of the later Bowman products, like the Bowman draft or the Bowman. Uh, what was it Chrome? Oh, you didn't. Okay. No, I didn't. Um, they're kind of okay. out of our price range, you know. That's one thing I really disliked about draft. That's tough. The, That's a tough. The one. price point is, uh, yeah, it's like, no, I'm not going to pay that. Well, I mean, for people to get right. four cards each. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, honestly, it's a great breaker product, right? Because it's super simple and easy. Right. Uh, but yeah, if if you don't have a distributor hooking up, or if you don't pre-order that thing like in July, yeah, it just it just continues to go up in price and. Man, oh man, this year's product was so good. Yeah. So strong. It looks really good. <laughs> yeah, it does. Oh my I'm I'm kinda mad I didn't get any. Um uh, Did you did you see the you you obviously checked out the Patreon stuff. You saw the Bowman like two thousand nineteen all Bowman products stacked. Yeah. That was kinda cool. It was, and I was uh uh I was quite impressed at how close um Rushman is to Wander. I know. I was like, whoa. And he is hanging. He's hanging tough. Yeah. And how much it had fluctuated from the beginning. Cause like Juan Pablo was Juan Pablo Rodriguez. Is it Juan Julio? No. <laughs> You're making up names. <laughs> <laughs> the, the one from the Rangers. You're like that shortstop, you know, for that AL team, right? He's really Julio good. Julio Pablo Rodriguez. Is that, uh, is that a name? No, Julio Rodriguez. Is that the Mariners guy? Yes. Okay, there was. Yeah. He's he's going for like two fifty, if I recall, like two fifty ish. Okay. on average right now. Juan yeah. Juan Pablo Rodriguez from the Rangers. Right. Right. He dropped quite a bit from. He did. Like, yeah, he was like one of like so top hot. five when it first came out. Yeah, not even the top forty now. Right. Overall, I like kept scrolling looking for him. I'm like, where'd this guy go? Yeah. Like, oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah, so what we're talking about, if you don't know, if you're not a Patreon member, we I put this these stats out. I look at all the data for the last six months, actually for the last year, and broke down all averages, current averages for all 2019 Bowman baseball products, and we stack yeah. ranked them. And we did a bunch of other stuff in there too, but like Wander Franco, uh, Rutschman, Alonzo, Julio Rodriguez, Andrew Vaughn, those guys are in the top five. Guerrero's actually seven for his, yeah. his Chrome rookie, which is cool. That was a great... It's a great list. It's very yeah. when you see it by product, you're like, that's actually pretty cool. Kind of, it helps you kind of yeah. see what there is. It's pretty diverse across different products. Yeah, and it makes me want to go back through all my Bowman that I had from earlier in the year, <laughs> right? And be like, I didn't know about this guy before. Yeah, 
You know what's um, funny? The one thing that I think has has been pretty eye opening to me is watching, no pun intended, watching the number of watchers on auctions oh, and seeing it yeah. trend. You see like guys shoot up in a couple days, and you're like, wait a second. And then you do go you back. Use that, do you use that website? Is it eBay's, eBay's most watched items? No. Watchcount.com. No, I, I do everything behind the scenes. I have a oh, secret you, formula. You should use watchcount.com. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> no, watchcount should use breakerculture.com. Okay. <laughs> but think, think big. It's not like a. It's not like a competitor to you. No, I know. Watch, watch count's awesome. When, when okay. I was when I was doing doing my elementary data analysis, I would use watch count. But now I can, oh, oh, I can get okay. access to all the same data they do. Oh. Yeah, I've evolved. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I even mentioned it. Jeez, I'll shut it down. Yeah, I'll never use it again. Yep. I just hear Ty laughing at me when exactly. I go to that website. <laughs> exactly. Reese Hines, Alexander Canario, DV Garcia, Joshua Mears, Nolvi Marte. Those I remember some... Marte from early on. Not as high up, I don't think. Those are some names you should pay attention to. And Kalenic. Is Kalenic up there? Um, Kelnick, no, he's not. Kelnick. Um, and Evan White, didn't he just sign a Evan White? No, just kidding. Yeah, I want to hold you up. But no, no and uh, Robert just signed what a fifty million dollar contract. Yeah, I know. Yeah. All right. Go get your Roberts. Luis Robert. It's French. <laughs> <laughs> um. Did All we right. accomplish anything in this? I don't Did even we... know. I don't even know what happened. Uh, I'm so sorry, man. But it doesn't matter like... because I enjoyed it. I enjoyed this. <laughs> Have yourself a merry little January. <laughs>